Welcome to another sparkling edition of the Thought Police, this time not in front of a live audience, unlike last week. Uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, however, is here. Uh, I'm Mike Graham. Very good afternoon to you, Kevin. Afternoon, Mike. How are you doing? Uh, all right. Been a great weekend. I've been up at 4.30, both Saturday and Sunday, doing the breakfast show. Really having a good time. Went out on Saturday night, and then yesterday, the afternoon, the big fixture, I went to Fulham to see us, so hang get, on. So you went see out? us get fucking destroyed by fucking Coventry. 3-1. No. So Bastards. you went out on the lash on Saturday night. I did, actually, yeah. Had hardly any sleep. Went to do a radio show in the morning. Yeah. Then went to football. That's yeah, well, I was, I was, I, I was uh, so enlivened by the lovely weather. Of course, when you get to Fulham, you get off at Hammersmith, uh, if you go from my direction. Then you walk down the towpath. You can see the ground shimmering in the sun. The sunlight sparkling off the river. We're playing lowly mid-table Coventry. We're way ahead at the top of the league. They fucking destroyed us. How come? Because what went we wrong? played like cunts, nah. that's why. Absolute no, well, shit. Yeah, never mind. Well, at least you didn't fuck it up as much as Tiger Woods did in the Masters. Yeah, but... Well, you're going to tell me he did well. Well, he, well, he did well to make the cut. <laughs> yeah, but he was shit though, wasn't but he? You, you know, you and I, you, you're a good golfer. I've had my moments. Mm. You know, we're, uh, we're not professionals, but we understand about golf. We do. People who don't play golf, they don't realise how fucking hard it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, Tiger Woods, all credit to him for making the cut, but... That's what can happen at Augusta. Mm. You know, you can be playing like a king and all of a sudden you're fucked. Then suddenly it's all over. Well, at least you didn't get held up by those wankers from Extinction Rebellion over the weekend, <laughs> then, or did you? They well, occupied three fucking bridges, to my knowledge. On Friday, they did Tower Bridge where they were fucking hanging off it. Yeah. I would have just cut the ropes and then fall into the fucking drink, right? Yeah. And then Lambeth Bridge and Vauxhall Bridge on Sunday. And I saw this ridiculous woman saying... All right, rebels, uh, we're occupying this bridge and, uh, you know, <laughs> nobody's going to tell us when Wanker. we can stop. We're here. It's our bridge. We're here until uh, uh, we want to leave. Yeah. I would have just turned a fucking hose on them, turn them, you know, I don't even want them to go in the river. It doesn't have to be water cannon. Just make them soaking wet because yeah. it's not very warm at the moment. They'd soon fuck off home. Stupid cunts. No Wankers. one uses Tower Bridge anyway, so what the fuck damage are they well, No, doing? I fucking do because <laughs> that's where I live. I'd only use it if it's like one of those bus drivers where you can <laughs> leap from one end to the other. Did you see that picture? Yeah, I did. Fucking amazing. Mm. But yeah, uh, funny enough, when I was uh, doing your show on uh, Friday, on Friday that was when Friday they were there. morning, uh, Richard Tice came and he said, yes, we've got Extinction Rebellion on t- Tower Bridge. I went, oh yeah. So I looked out the window and you know, you know, you have those moments where you know you came really close. I very really said, oh yeah, there they are. Fuck them. Right. Uh, but I managed to say no. It is quite it's quite <laughs> difficult sometimes not to say that. But yeah. I mean, I looked at all sorts of coverage of them over the weekend because yeah. uh, we was looking at videos, we were hearing them fucking talking to people. Yeah. yeah. They've lo- they've lost the fucking plot. They've gone from being a sort of slightly irritating bunch of um, you know, the great unwashed yeah. to now being um Represented by the NHS, there was NHS people there. There was a group of doctors who were there. There was some woman who's like, "I'm on annual leave, but I work for the NHS, and I feel it's really important." I'll tell you what's really important, darling. Get the fucking waiting list down. Go and help some people who are fucking sick. Don't bother sitting on Lambeth fucking bridge, you stupid twat. It's spiteful. It's uh, virtue signalling. It's self-obsessive, uh, and uh, it's disruptive. You know, so. Was it not this week, but last week? I mean, they but keep, it's also bollocks. They, they keep cropping up with new names for themselves. Yeah, you know, Insulate Britain and the the new Just the new Stop one. Oil. Just Stop Oil. I mean, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Just Stop Oil. Go to all the fucking refineries uh, last week, and within about two hours, the fucking hospitals are pleading with them mm. to uh, lift their 
uh, blockage so that uh, they, so they can, can get yeah. so the hospitals. Well, there's lots of places And they now. say no. Mm. So they're basically saying our demonstration can kill people and we don't fucking care. Right, because it's more important to save the planet. Yeah, and this yeah. is the thing. Nobody believes a word they fucking say. I think they're losing um, the confidence of actually ordinary people who are just going, hang on a minute, you know, you're all middle-class tosspots. Yeah. It happens to coincide with the Easter holidays, right? So there's loads of teachers out there, there's loads of school kids, loads of mm. students, because they've got fuck all else to do. And they don't do it in the middle of winter, yeah. do they? They yeah. do it when it's nice weather. And none of those dumb cunts in Westminster like the fucking Tory government. Uh, they they look at all these fucking surveys, uh, focus groups, oh, yeah. and uh, the story came out over the forty five percent of cunts yeah, yeah. think that the earth well, is in well, trouble. What it was was something like forty percent of Tory voters said uh, they wanted more wind farms, no, more, they fucking more measures to bolts. tackle climate change. Yeah, but what this is where fucking Boris and his acolytes are so fucking stupid. Mm. It, it is of course people say that. They always say, yeah, I want to save the planet. Yeah, yeah, I want more wind farms, renewables. I don't want coal yeah. fuel. I don't want But this is where fuel. you and I are slightly yeah, different. But, but trust me, as soon as the so- survey has gone, a surveyor has gone on to the next person with their little clipboard, that person who just got asked all the questions mm. could no longer give a fuck again. Right. They only say that they care, uh, but they don't they really. Do. See, when people ask me, don't you care about the planet? I just say no. Yeah, I don't. I fucking don't, I don't. actually. I mean, no. if it blows up, I was up, in a shop the other day, they were like, would you like it to be yeah, packaged yeah. up? And I said, well, yeah, uh, it's a present for somebody. Mm. Oh, um, well, we do different kinds of presents, and we can do a sustainable one. Or I said, no, I don't give a fuck about the planet. Just wrap it up yeah. and fucking put as yeah. much paper and as much fucking sellotape on it as possible. So self-obsessed. Thank you very much so indeed. So self-obsessed. You know, all they care about is their own survival. I know. I mean, if you die, it's not the end of the world, or is it? You yeah. Know, but Did you see that great footage from the Netherlands? Because yeah. there was a bunch of them blockading some fucking oil terminal <laughs> in the Netherlands. And there's a guy in like an estate car, yeah. and he just goes up around the side of them. And, he's, and they're trying to stop his car. And he's just driving very slowly, but very determined, yeah. across the fucking picket line, whatever it was. And he's mm-hmm. tossing is trying to stop the car and of course they can't stop it and eventually he just drives past that's yeah. going to happen yeah well the fucking du- no one cares what happens in Holland no one cares about the Dutch <laughs> most pointless nation on the face of the earth is it Michael Caine says, I love how all the cyclists always go oh, <laughs> yeah. have you not been to Holland yeah yeah <laughs> everybody's stoned in Holland nobody gives a fuck what happens yeah there. it used to be alright you could get free drugs and all that but you can't anymore can they you? Give it, well they're not they're, free they're, they're, well they've cracked down on it haven't well, they apparently marijuana tourism is something they don't want well, why not? I don't know. I mean, you have to get fucking stoned if you're in Holland <laughs> just to actually uh, be able to tolerate the fucking shithole. I once went there for a Sunday Times business news Christmas party, mm-hmm. would you believe, right? And we went straight to the... Well, we first we went to some restaurant to have um, lunch, some Singapore restaurant. We then, of course, headed for some fucking um, coffee shop where I, pers- I proceeded to buy two giant fucking reefers. <laughs> Right. One of which, one of which I smoked, <laughs> and the other one of which I forgot that I'd secreted in my pocket. Right, and because we chartered a plane from City Airport, oh, so you took that back to Britain. I took it? it back to Britain, and better than that, they had a fucking police escort meeting us at City Airport <laughs> to take us through customs because it was the Sunday Times business news. It was fucking great. This thing I got, I got on what was what is now the Overground, the old Broad Street line <laughs> in those days to yeah, come yeah, back yeah, to yeah. fucking Hampstead, right. And I put my hand in my pocket and I went, fucking hell, I've got this huge fucking joint. Well, it was great. Good news back. then, though. Absolutely no problem Home and dry, you know, Absolutely do it. Absolutely right. Yeah. It was fantastic. Now, let me tell you about spring cleaning because it's time uh, the carpets get cleaned in your house. The drapes need dusting. Those are curtains to some people. And the lawn also needs mowing. Now, you can make as many jokes about that as you want. Spring has sprung. 
the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. And you know what we're talking about, Manscaped, right? Manscaped.com, 20% off, plus free shipping for all listeners to the Thought Police. All you've got to do is use the code POLICE, okay? So package 4.0 has got all sorts of great things. It's got the Crop Preserver, um, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant moisturizer, the Crop Reviver, spray-on toner, um, they'll also give you uh, the weed whacker. Uh, they'll also give you the lawnmower so you can keep yourself shaved in all the right places. Um, it's brilliant. Yep. Manscaped.com. Um, all you've got to do, they've also, can- they've also um, partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society this month mm-hmm. to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Um, they're going to raise awareness uh, because apparently it's the most for- common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35, uh, and they're giving their support by starting a We Save Balls initiative. So go, uh, please, to manscaped.com. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, use the code POLICE. Uh, it's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Simple as that. Good stuff. Yeah, good. Now let's talk about Dishy Rishi, oh, Dishy Rishi, now known or Fishy Rishi. as Fishy Rishi. What's going on with him? Well, uh, he's a fucking idiot, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Useless politician. Yeah. Uh, seems, World's worst chancellor. Yeah, yeah, gets found out that his wife's a non-dom and isn't paying the taxes that her Is husband, she older than him, by the way? Uh, yeah, I think she is, actually. She looks yeah, about 30 years older yeah, than him. Yeah, she's, she's uh, 72. Not too. And he's uh, <laughs> 33, so it's a strange I mean, marriage. Not yeah. to put too far a point on it or be accused of being some kind of misogynist. Yeah. But she's, she looks like his mother. What first attracted you, Rishi, to the 87-year-old <laughs> billionaire's daughter? Yeah, I'm uh, richer than the Queen. Yeah, you fucking look about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, so he declares it all, but he keeps it quiet, basically. Yeah. And now that um, everyone has found out that his fucking wife is non-dom and doesn't right. pay the taxes. Apparently that, uh, she's only 42. That her husband seeks to impose on the rest of right. us. Uh, she, or, or uh, he doesn't like it. Uh, and so suddenly, uh, all of a sudden, when everybody goes, fuck all that, uh, she suddenly says, well, I will pay full tax on all my global earnings. Yeah, even though I don't have to. Yeah, even Well, yeah, but the point is, that's what I was trying to explain on Friday. I'm sure you were too. Yeah. To all our sort of Tory lick spittle who we're all going, why are they picking on him? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. She hasn't done anything wrong. I said, you fucking wait. Uh, if she hasn't done anything wrong, why did she change her mind the next yeah. day? But also, of course she's fucking done something wrong. Also, why has she lied about the fact that if you're an Indian citizen, they don't allow you to be citizen of any other country? Did, did she lie it's about that or did people me. just assume that? No, no, they said... Did she say that? that? she had to be... Uh, Some a, of them said. So I'm no, not sure she ever No, I think it that. came... The original statement from her was that I have to have this status simply... It's not true. Purely and simply because uh, India does not recognise that I can true. give up my citizenship. They have the same deal in America. You know, the UK, for example, does not recognise dual citizenship, and neither does the Americans. Yeah, but, so, but America's, but America's only is the... I think we should have the American system, but it's the only country in the world uh, where if you live there, you have to pay tax on all your global earnings. So it's not just citizens. You remember that from when you were No, there. but it's also, um, and I think insidious is why we shouldn't adopt what they do, because it also says that if you happen to be a citizen of the US mm. and you live abroad you still have to file a tax return in America and you may have to pay tax in America even though you don't earn any money there. Yeah, but, well, we should do that. Well, we could pay tax. Well, we could also talk about our old mate Dermot Pagavy who was uh, perpetually broke 
And um, did he get dark nick by the IRS? He did eventually because he didn't pay any tax anywhere for ages, right? Didn't he? And they used to have an agreement where we would go and work out in America, yeah. and you had to pay tax either in the UK or where your source. Yeah, we had to be from. tax exiles from. I, I I chose to pay tax in America because it was cheaper. So of course, basically. we all did. Yeah. Um, and we I had my own company, paid tax in America. It was no problem at all. Of course, when I came back, the fucking tax man tried to do me for thirty thousand quid. I got back to London and got a fucking tax demand. I rang them up. I said, what the fuck's this? They said, we can't talk about it. I said, what do you mean you can't talk about it? Well, we tried to contact you, uh, but I'm afraid we haven't had any answer for you, so we're going to have to go to a tribunal. I said, well, this is the first letter I've ever seen. And they went, we've been sending them to you. And I said, well, I haven't got any. Anyway, we went to a tribunal. The case was fucking dismissed within about two seconds. Yeah. They sent four people down to Chippenham in Wiltshire uh, from the tax office in Edinburgh to say that I owed them 30 grand, which I didn't fucking owe them. Yeah. They'd basically taken some of the money that I'd received from, from American work, which I'd already paid tax on, yeah. extrapolated into a year and gone, you owe us 30 grand. Yeah, it's well, like, go they, fuck they, yourself. They Can you imagine that. saying to the tax man, actually, uh, I don't need to pay this anymore because I'm a non-dom. So fuck off. Yeah, so I mean, but, but, you know, People like you and me, when we're working in America, you, just, you do declare yourself essentially a British tax exile. So you just pay American tax. Yeah. Uh, but then um, because you've done that, you're susceptible... Uh, to having to pay tax on all your global earnings mm. to America, but that's fair enough. I mean, when you talk about yeah. global earnings, it's not like we were making global fucking earnings. Well, I was earnings. making quite a lot of money. Well, I was making loads of money, but it was only really coming from one or two places. I was making a lot of money from uh, Australia, New Zealand, Polyne yeah. Polynesia, places like Polynesia? that. Polynesia? Yeah. What we, the fuck were you selling them? Well, they just, just uh, send, They were good for syndication. Yeah, yeah, syndication was great. I discovered, funnily enough, late on into my uh, career in New York, that the fucking uh, Sunday Times was syndicating all my stories all over the fucking world. And eventually I rang them up. I said, what the fuck are you doing? They said, oh, well, we can pay yeah, you no, some I of that. that problem. And, I, well. and they agreed, we agreed a 50-50 split, which actually was great. But I would then sell the original story to everybody else in that country as well. So they all had it. So it didn't make any fucking I just odds. gave it to a syndicator and, you know, they come back once a month with all the money. So yeah. just let them get on with it. No, I've got uh, a good... But, uh, uh, you know, but Dishy Rishi's out of a fucking job, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, he doesn't realise. So he, so she, on Saturday, suddenly said, oh, I've changed my mind. I won't be non-dom. I'll play British tax uh, on my full global earnings. I don't know why she's bothered. Uh, and this was an attempt to save her husband's career. Right. I've got... Bad news for you, Mrs. Sunak. Your fucking husband's career he's is toast. in the fucking toilet and it's never getting right. out. But he's been fucked by Boris, basically. Not the first person to... Well, someone has Boris. leaked this story and uh, uh, the uh, generous uh, interpretation is it, it's Labour. But most no people, most people no think it's coming from next door, number no, 10. No, Labour are too fucking stupid. Number 10. I mean, number 10 will have known all this stuff about him of course, for of fucking course, years, right? Of course. And they've just been waiting until he popped his head up above the parapet and went, oh, I could be the next Prime Minister. <coughs> Bang, yeah, yeah. you're dead. He's fucked. Fuck off. He's fucked. It's all over for right. him. Time to get uh, back I don't think he'll be Charleston for much time longer. To get, no, he won't be. Well, I said last week, about this time, Boris Johnson's got it in for him. He's going to humiliate him, drag him through the fucking papers, and then he's going to fire him. So he will be well and truly properly fucked. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, what a fucking great wedding, Brooklyn... Uh, I've got, I, can do, I can do better than that. Brooklyn Beckham. There's a picture. Pelts. There's a picture right on the on the <laughs> front. The there's a picture people? on the front page of the Sun. Yeah. It's fucking you. Have you seen that? That's yeah. you. He does look a bit like he me, looks like he? you, like a young Kevin O'Sullivan. It's fucking you. Yeah. Have a look. Let's see. Let's see. Great guy. Good looking guy. I've got to tell you that. He's in a big. fucking. I took one look at that this morning. I was like, that's Kevin O'Sullivan. 
fuck's We'll have to put sake. that picture out later. Because By the way, shit fucking star turnout. There was hardly anyone anyone heard of there. No, I know. I mean, I literally have read nothing about that wedding because well, I couldn't care less. That's only because you studiously avoid about 12 pages of every bloody page. Well, like, yeah, but I can't be bothered. I don't care. I think it was, I think, I'll tell you what I think it is. I think that Posh and Bex, they're like creatures of the 1990s. Yes. When the big event wedding was a thing. And now it looks ridiculous, outdated, anachronistic, uh, grotesquely... Also, there's a fucking war on, by the yeah, way. Grotesquely you know. opulent uh, right. when we've got things like Ukraine going on. And it, uh, and why do you remember when they got married and they had well, the thrones? Of course I do. Well, that's my point. And they had the fucking that's thrones. My, that's my whole fucking point. That, that, that they sold that to uh, OK magazine right. for, like, for fucking fortune. And so they think that's what you do when you get married. Well, why do you have to do that? Why does it have to be? Why don't you just fucking get married in a church, go on your honeymoon, have a nice and party, don't invite 5,000 yeah. people, also don't and sell spend it, 3 million and don't quid sell on it to fucking Hello magazine. What is the, well, I don't think they did that, to be fair, but what the fuck is, 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 is that about? That, that vulgar display of opulent wealth over in it's America. It's really not smart. Vile. It vile. really is horrible. I remember there was a time when all those fucking, I mean, the, the classic one, of course, was Madonna and Sean Penn when they decided they were going to sell their wedding and nobody was going to be invited to it, no paparazzi, and they did it in Malibu. Do you remember? I don't know if you probably before Of course I know. Well, I was there then. There? Yeah, then. And they write, they wrote fuck off in the and sand. Fi- and Phil yeah. Ramey put the fucking helicopters up, yeah. fucking all these helicopters, and they, the wind swept. It was, they totally ruined it. Fucking hilarious. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the, 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 uh, the most, the, <laughs> uh, the funniest uh, celebrity wedding I've been to was when, <laughs> when Liz Taylor married that fucking bulldozer driver, oh, yeah. Larry Fortensky. Oh, yeah. Right, so that fucking pedo pervert um, uh, kid fucker, Michael Jackson, uh, <laughs> uh, gave uh, Liz and Larry his... I mean, when you say that, you seem sure that that's the case. Yeah, he is. He was a, he was a kid fucker. Let's sure? not beat about the bush. Yeah. Right. Okay. As a, it's not what he did. Be, 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 it's bullshit. I've seen I've seen that kid Geordie Chandler's 111 page statement. Okay. I've read every fucking word. Michael Jackson was a disgusting pervert. Everybody fucking knows. Anyway, he was rich. He had this place <laughs> in Los Olivos, which is up uh, north of Santa Barbara, where uh, Harry and was that when Neverland was? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's in Los yeah, Olivos. Well, as in, you never. So anyway, out of my bedroom. Anyway, <laughs> on on the fucking day, on the fuck. By the way, so we were there. We were up there for about three days, staying at this hotel, covering it. And uh, every day we go to this bar. It's quite a good pub, bar restaurant there, and we chat to all the waitresses, and they would tell us. This is before any of the revelations yeah. came out about Michael Jackson. How they would never let their kids go to right. Neverland. And I go, well, what to one of these websites? So, so what? Bad things happen there. Yeah. Bad things happen to children there. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so uh, Gee, come man. come the day of the fucking wedding, it was hilarious. So we, of course we're not allowed in, but we go. We have to, have to stand outside the gates. And you look at the sky, it was like fucking Vietnam. Right. There were so many fucking <laughs> helicopters. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting about 50 right. helicopters hovering above this <laughs> shit wedding between this clapped out old actress Harridan. and a fucking bulldozer Harridan. driver. Yeah, yeah. And you think, well, we did. Yeah, at what chances you give uh, the uh, famous eight times married uh, Oscar-winning <laughs> actress Liz Taylor and this bulldozer driver? Yeah. Not many, didn't really. Last long, and did guess it? what? It didn't last. No. Well, I went to um, John McEnroe and Tatum O'Neill's wedding, which mm-hmm. was in Long Island near Oyster Bay. And they, Hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd yeah, even yeah. gone to the extent of draping fucking sheets 
over the church, right? So they would drive the uh, the limo inside the sheets and they'd get out of the car and walk into the church so nobody could get a picture because they'd sold it privacy, to fucking yeah, yeah. Hello. No, they sold it to yeah, Hello yeah, yeah, privacy for, for a million for, fucking for dollars, contract, right? Yeah, so every, we started winding one, up yeah. all the locals who were there to see them to the point where when they came out, everyone was just booing. Show us your face. Don't be a fucking ass. Show us your face. And in the end, we shamed them into showing their face, which completely fucked their deal with Hello Magazine because they'd never be had the fucking pictures. But what's a collection of absolute cunts yeah. who would do that, you know, instead of actually sharing their happy day? And it's not like they needed any more fucking money. That one didn't go too well either. Because you get a quick million quid, I, I might consider the deal. Well, yeah. yeah, but if you didn't already have 20 million, which McEnroe had, you know, and Tatum yeah. O'Neill... You know, didn't probably remember yeah, much about it anyway because I think they were still in her coke snorting days, rich, to be honest. But rich people get rich by, uh, you know, making more money like that. Uh, at least uh, John McEnroe's uh, clearly a little bit more financially uh, savvy than uh, Boris Becker. What the fuck is going on with Boris well, he's Becker? He's fucked, isn't he? But how is he going? He surely he can't go to prison, can he? Well, he's facing seven years. Yeah, but he surely I mean, the, won't the, be the interesting jail, thing about it, he, it, uh, it, there were, I think, 22 charges against him. And he only got found guilty on four of them. Right. But uh, they're very serious. It was all about hiding his fortune. You know, it's game, set, and match to the tax man, Boris. Yeah. You're going to do time. I mentioned if Boris, Boris Becker goes to jail. That would be funny. Have you seen the latest from Matt Hancock, by the way? Apparently, he's okay. going to take in some Ukrainians. <laughs> I don't know whether he's done that poor, thing where... Poor Ukrainians. Where, as if being in war-torn Ukraine wasn't bad enough. Well, Having Russian missiles rain down on you. Now they've got to live with Matt fucking Hancock. Well, Christ. I mean... And the lovely <laughs> Gina Lala Brigida. Yeah. I mean, what about maybe he's going to reenact that scene from the Department of Health where he puts his hands on their ass while they fucking stand underneath the video camera? Gina Lala Brigida. Oh, the- his fucking mistress. His, his, you know, the woman he left his wife for. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. Gina Colandangelo, but yeah. I always call her Gina Lala Brigida just because it sounds similar. So they've got to share the house with Gina Lollabridgida and Matt Hancock. And there's, yeah. I think there's, between them, they've got about six kids. Isn't there? <laughs> it's be a bit fucking crowded. Yeah. So are Ukrainians definitely going in, or is this a bit well, of no, virtue signal? No, he's told uh, a newspaper that he instinctively made an offer to a constituent whose family I'm such a good guy. was in desperate need. So he says he's going to get seven of them, right? The family of seven and their four dogs at his home in Suffolk. Does that mean he gets seven times 350 quid? No, you only, it doesn't matter you how many one. you have. You only get 350. Here's a, word, here's a phrase you, you hear many times with Matt Hancock. Well, the Conservative MP said he was helping out a female constituent. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's done too much yeah. of that in the past. Any chance you want to put in the health secretary's cock. Fucking you know, hand job. Only if you give me seven fucking refugees and you come and shag me around the... I mean, what a fucking scumbag. He really is. Yeah. Eh? It was a great house secretary, though. And now that now fucking Sajid Javid is the guy who took over him. Turns out he was non-dom as well. Yeah, well, how the fuck does that work? Well, but that was when he was working for Deutsche Bank. Yeah, he's no, working like, abroad, as if that's a good and he came thing. back and kept his non-dom. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. Now, um, have you ever suffered from premature ejaculation? Uh, yeah. Not yeah, as far as yeah, you know. Very much so. Well, apparently they've got a cure now. Yeah. The University of Beirut have You'd come go out with, with an ugly bird. Yeah. Well, that was the other story. That was the other story from last week, the double win situation where it said that if you if you take too much Viagra, you go blind. I said, Well great news is you don't give a fuck who you're shagging them, Yeah, do you? that's exactly right. Exactly right. So uh, so uh, what's the news then about premature ejaculation? Well apparently scientists reckon that they can help men last seven times longer in bed, right? You may not want to. 
But the bad well, news is like thirty-five seconds. But the really. bad news is it involves zapping the penis for half an hour at a time. Fuck's sake! Well, it sounds a bit what painful. With a stun gun, electric current, right? An electric yeah, gun. it'll fucking taser kill. Your, it'll taser kill. your todger. The, tod- yeah. the todger taser. It'll kill premature ejaculation. You won't be able to fucking get it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with that? I was just gonna give you a quick zap. <laughs> Laser your cock off. <laughs> Absolutely Sake. extraordinary. Uh, yeah, but it's also, whoever fucking did anything that came out of the University of Beirut? Uh, is that what they've been doing? Doctors in, in Lebanon say they treated an unidentified man. Yeah, probably tortured him. He's fucking chained to a radiator, this bloke, and they're zapping his cock. And guess what? He hasn't come for a week. So how long does it take to zap your cock into uh, not coming that quickly? About six months, apparently. What you t- <laughs> what you sit there tasering your todger yeah. for six months. Apparently, it's a long um, process. After then, completing it? the treatment for six months, he was able to pleasure his girlfriend for almost five minutes. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, five minutes yeah. after six months. They're easily pleased in Jeez, Lebanon. It's not Fuck a me. fucking effort, is it? Yeah. I mean, apparently, um, he's a 28-year-old, uh, 28-year-old patient. Couldn't be helped. The patient had been in a relationship with his girlfriend for a year. They had sex at least twice a week. And he would climax after just 40 seconds. Fuck it, no. I mean, at least you can still watch the football, I suppose. Well, yeah. I got caught doing that one. What, watching the football while shagging? Match of the day. (laughs) (laughs) She was on top. (laughs) (laughs) What was the game? What was the game? (laughs) There's football on the top. Was it Fulham? Halfway through, I think it might have been. And she suddenly went, Are you watching the football? Because I, th- I think there was a kind of, a, it, w- it was a close, uh, near, nearly a goal. And, you know, and I went, shit! <laughs> and um, I got caught. Yeah, well, you've got to be careful not to be caught. Um, it says here, the man underwent zapping therapy. He had two electrodes placed on the surface of his penis. One was placed at the bottom of his member, while the other sat around two centimetres higher up. Yeah, well, so you could call it the taser todger, couldn't you? Or you could call it the product, uh, cock shore. <laughs> 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 it says here, right, before the treatment, um, his ejaculation uh, came about 40 seconds uh, into the sex act. By the end of it, it had jumped to three minutes and 54 fucking seconds. Hell, I mean, deal. fuck me. Ooh, not, problem solved. It's not exactly fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah, is it? She was fucking hop skipping and jumping down the street for joy. Apparently, um, the duration continued to rise even after he stopped using the device. And apparently, this is the according to the NHS, this is the average length of time it takes for men to ejaculate. Five minutes... Oh, hang on a minute. Five minutes? Yeah, five minutes, yeah. That's not very long, is it? Fuck it off. Five minutes? Five minutes? What's That's the matter with it? Anyway, never it mind. It takes me six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you've had a drink. <laughs> you get that I remember, sometimes, don't you? I remember a guy, we used to have a guy that works at the Express. He came in one day. He said, he said yeah, it was quite funny last night. He said, went out with the wife. And um, we'd been out for dinner. We ended up getting quite pissed. Came home. Anyway, we ended up having sex. And uh, some time into it, she said to me, um, are you going to be much longer? And he went, um, well, I don't know, really, why? She said, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I just just, just go, go, yeah. go with it. Go Life with it, be yeah. sick, I'll carry also, on. Also, I don't want to miss much of the day. Now, um, I want to tell you about getkeeper.com. Have you ever heard of them? No. Uh, keeper.com, right, uh, is a very interesting company, right? They are. Um, they securely create, share, and manage passwords. So that you know oh, that's how, a good idea. Um, if you've got a password, 
one, you can never remember what it is. Exactly. Or two, if you want to share it with somebody, um, it's a pain in the ass, right? If you're frustrated when you can't remember it, and we tend to reuse them in today's world where everything's digital, this is akin to leaving your house with your house unlocked and your car unlocked, right? We all know we need to do a better job with our passwords. The time to do it is now. Get a password manager now. Get the best. Get Keeper. You can start a free trial if you listen to the Thought Police. Uh, get keeper.com. Okay? So there's no reason. Uh, it won't cost you any money. You can store more than passwords. You can store uh, your um, social security cards, passport pictures, and more. It's also great for business. It provides all the features small and large uh, businesses need, including integration, role-based access control, secret management as well. And it's the most secure password-holding company in the world. That sounds good. It's called, good idea. It's called www.get-keeper.com. And you get a free trial just by listening to the Thought Police. So give it a go and you'll never lose another password ever. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, um, as far as the future of uh, the government is concerned, who do you reckon is going to be the next Chancellor? Next, that's a good question. Uh, Sajid Javid, I'd imagine. What, the former non-dom? Yeah, well, the former Chancellor. A bit fucking ironic. He never really got a crack at the job. Did he didn't he? really, did he? Do you think Boris Actually, you might gonna... like non-dom, but it's interesting the way he suddenly chose to reveal that because he could see... That uh, all the papers that, that might start come digging out. into yeah. cabinet ministers' tax affairs, uh, uh, yeah. so he uh, unilaterally revealed that. But I think he would be a good bet to take over yes. from Rishi, and I think uh, Rishi clearly is not the kind of guy who's got any capacity for dealing with the downside of politics. He loved it when he was the fairy godmother handing out furlough to everybody for way too long. Uh, everybody going, oh great, he's a great guy, he gives us free money, we don't have to go to work. Now we're paying it back, everybody hates him, and he can't take it. Yeah, he really can't. I mean, it seems incredible, doesn't it, that this guy could get so fucking fast, uh, so high, so fast, without anybody actually asking the question about, well, don't you think it's a bit complicated? His wife is one of the richest women in the fucking world, you know, that's, why does he even want the fucking job? Uh, well, don't forget, he was fucking rich as well. I mean, he's thought to be pretty much a billionaire. And in fairness to him, he made his own money uh, as a hedge funder in the city. Yeah, right. So uh, good luck to him on that front. So he, 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 it's not to do with his wealth, his, his wife's wealth. He's fucking rich as well. Mm. I think that's why he's in trouble. Uh, because people don't like rich people. No. And he's rich. He is. He is too rich. That's the thing. Um, now, we're almost at the end of the uh, podcast for this week. Not forgetting that we've got a new live show coming up on May, May the 7th. 7th. Uh, we've also got some news coming from the old TV land world, which we can't quite reveal yet, but we will soon. Indeed. Maybe next week we can reveal that. Yep. Uh, but there could be a new show on the horizon. Uh, let's mention Dave Johnson, the Thought Police fan, also the boss of Suitable Choices, which is an independent mortgage broker which covers the whole of the UK. Uh, it's based in sunny Kent, just outside of Margate. His tagline is straight talking, no bullshit advice. He's a man after our own heart. Uh, and the web address is suitablechoices.co.uk. Uh, look for um, his remortgage uh, and advice on uh, all sorts of other things. Uh, it's in the contact details of this podcast right here. We should also thank our Patreon executive producers, shouldn't we? Yeah. And if you want to go to Patreon and sign up, which you haven't done yet, if you haven't done it, I don't know why you haven't done it, because over there you'll find all sorts of live streams of shows that we've done before. Newcastle's there. I think the first Putney show is there. Uh, you can also see a vodcast every single week. And you might soon be able to get access to 
all manner of uh, bits and pieces of merchandise, right? Yeah, sounds good. Have you got some names there for me? Uh, Do you like know we've had... No, nobody fucking sent them to me. Well, we send them to you every week and you keep well, fucking, fucking losing them. Well, I have fucking got them. Well, I've got them here. I'll tell you who they are. I'll tell you who they are. Jason Steele, Leonie Thomas, Robbie Lunnan, Matt Clark, Jennifer Lineberger, the American Hall, John O'Brien, Emma Lou, George Mayling, Tom O'Donnell, Emil Waters, Watters, Robbie Lunnan, Jenny 29, Dean McCarthy. Jenny fuck 29. She yeah. fucks 29, but man, she's, every said, night. she's stuck on that number, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Martin Gundry, Can't of course, break as well. 30. Now, can you give them all a collective um, insult, please? Because they're a bit worried that we're not uh, being horrible enough to them. Um, a bunch of. Uh, Ocean-going cunts. I think world so. class. Yeah, world, world class, class wankers. Twenty-four carat twats. But they all like to be called cunts. They don't. They like prefer other it. Insults. They do prefer that. It is a catch-all. Uh, it is the. Is it the worst insult? What cunt? To call someone a cunt. I think it is. I was actually looking, funnily enough, at some of the worst insults you can say to people. Cunt is definitely up there as the most one of the most serious. Well, no, it's, but it, it, in this country, it isn't, is it? Because people use it like a kind of. I was telling somebody the other day about some. In America, it's like the worst thing you can. Oh yeah, they hate it in America. But also in America, they use it kind of in a much more nasty way. And I've always said to you, for them, it's. I've always said to you that I'm never comfortable when you start calling women cunts. You know, unless they actually are, obviously. Yeah. You know, but it's not something I. I Well, no, I think we should call women cunts just to piss them off. But in America, they do that with a real nastiness, and they they they. So do I. So do I. It's not funny. To be fair. Yeah, but I mean. I was talking to somebody the other day about, I, you know, I used to work in Louis, the Hungarian patisserie in Hampstead, and I learned all these Hungarian swear words, and they're far more colourful. You know, it's all yeah. to do with animals and your family, and it's really much more kind of poetic. Well, anyway, what do you mean you're swear. not comfortable when I call women cunts, you fucking hippie, dippy cunt? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, this is from Kevin O'Sullivan, the Hampstead-dwelling vegan, right, yeah. uh, who apparently yeah. likes to be horrible. Well, at least I call women and cunts. What? At least I call women cunts. Yeah, but I don't, you see. That makes yeah, me more civilised. Because I don't feel comfortable with it. Fucking prick. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't have to agree with everything you say. You don't have to agree with everything yeah, I but say. You've got, you've got to have the courage of your conviction. I would rather call you a cunt than a woman. Why? That's sexist. Because you are a cunt. Yeah, yeah. well, that's for sure. But so are uh, quite a lot of women. Well, I wouldn't call them that, though. Hmm? I wouldn't call them that. Well, what would you call them, then? Well, it depends. It depends on how bad they are. I just wouldn't do it. Flipping twits or something like not that. Really? Well, what would you call them? I tend. Why can't you call a woman a cunt? Because I think it's. I think it's rude. Oh fuck off! Okay, That'd be so ridiculous. Right, Kevin O'Sullivan um, likes to call people all sorts of bad names. I don't because I'm not that kind of guy. But that's okay. The Thought Police will be back with you uh, same time next week. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a cunt. Uh, <laughs> all you women out there. He still comes as far as I'm concerned. We'll see you next time. Cunt.